I imagine that you've already discovered that living through the journey of a crisis is a great time to pressure test your purpose. Is the purpose you've identified for yourself working for you today? Are you more effective after tapping into it? This is Nina Ellison, and today the focus of this educational podcast is looking at ways to renew your spirit, to tap into the power of your purpose, to build those small changes, and develop micro-resilience. In thinking of these questions, I, I recalled meeting Maria Cristina, a Portuguese woman who's now making a difference with orphans in Dhaka, Bangladesh. Dhaka is the sixth most densely populated city in the world and has more than 5,000 slums in it inhabited by an estimated 4 million people. In 2018, Maria Cristina was invited by John Maxwell, uh, an international leader, to come to a conference and share her story, and, and I was there. I learned of the children who live in the slums of Dhaka. And what Maria shared was that Dhaka turned out to be a life-changing experience for her. As a first-time visitor working for an airline, she had a layover there, and so she took time to go into the city and to look around. And as she did, she was deeply moved by what she saw, and she determined that she wanted to do something about the plight of the children there. You know, she shared, I had to find something to do. And then she said, you know, I, I knew I had to do it now. It had to be achievable now. And so she shared, that she did what everybody does. She, she went to Google and looked up, how do I raise funds now? And it was there that she learned that by running marathons, it would help her purpose. And so since that time, she's run marathons on every continent. And she went back to Google and she learned that she could raise funds by going to the North Pole. And she did. And, and then the South Pole. And she did. And then she learned about funds that could be raised by swimming the English Channel. She had to take swimming lessons first. And then she swam the English Channel. One memorable thing she shared was, I, I won't be denied my purpose. Addressing the crisis of the slum children in Dhaka gave Christina her purpose, Maria Christina her purpose. And then she went on to see what she would do and, and how she would do it, like swimming the English Channel first by learning how to swim. So we, we can learn how to do things, and we can learn what to do. But how do we keep why we do them in our mind, particularly in a time when things around us are upended? Do we use our knowledge of why we do things in the moment to build within us this new level of resilience, of staying the course moment by moment? You and I can learn how to do things and, and what to do. But do we always keep in mind why? And do we use that knowledge of our why, our purpose, to build within us this new level of resilience in the moment while we're working so very hard. Later during that same conference, I saw Maria Cristina standing alone, and I, I went and had a chance to speak with her. She was a beautiful woman, and standing together, I realized how tiny she was. Funny, for I had seen her on stage as a giant of a woman. Uh, but as I stood next to her, I realized she barely came to my shoulders. 
As I spoke with her and as she shared more of her story, she told that tapping into her purpose, particularly through the, the things that she, she did, the physical challenges that she did of her fundraisers, helped her to keep going. And I, I remember her saying, I don't know how long my body is going to let me keep doing this. Tapping into her purpose had helped her to achieve success in these grueling events that she had participated in. Rick Langdale is a public school educator in music and arts, as well as an education consultant, working with educators and leadership teams. And a couple weeks ago, we were talking about micro-resilience within a a mastermind. Uh, Within the group, Rick shared his perspective of working with students during a difficult call when, when what they were doing and how they were doing it had been so dramatically altered by the crisis and by social distancing. All of the public performances were canceled for these students, and, and I asked Rick to share his thoughts of the moment when he paused in the middle of working with his students virtually and asked, why are we doing this? When the crisis hit and, you know, we were in the midst of this very intense time of year with our students, it became very evident that our focus was so much on the what and the how that it's very easy, often too easy, to lose sight of why. And I found myself in the middle of this talk with my students, realized in the talk that I personally had had put too much focus on the what and the how and not focused enough on the why. And as the leader organization was very upset with myself and I said, because if this is our why, then we miss the point. So we went from being on the cusp of some of the best experiences and, and best opportunities to nothing. No performance opportunities. Everything was stripped. Our plans were stripped. And we were all sitting at home staring at a screen. And so in that moment, I realized every single opportunity that I missed to emphasize the why. I had to check myself, and that was also the way I was going to be able to lead um, my, my students and, and my, my team and my organization. Um, it, was, it was very eye-opening. And, and in that moment, I, I took the opportunity to remind my students and my team what the why was for us. And you know, providing life-changing opportunities for students and families through the medium of music and arts education. And, and that is the focus and that is the why. That didn't change due to the fact that we have a crisis. And did it change how we went out doing it? Sure. Did it change, you know, um, what we're doing? Sure. Um, but it did not change the why. Um, but as a leader, knowing your why, knowing your focus was a huge thing that I had to remind myself and my team. Thinking through this topic of of micro resilience. Um, there are so many moments that we make split decisions that we do it in the blink of an eye. And those decisions impact our organization, our team, our families, our entire circle of influence um, with, an, with an enormous amount of magnitude and the ripple effects that we might not ever truly grasp. At every turning point in your decision-making, your why should be evident. 
Thank you, Rick, for, for sharing that. Last week, I talked about increasing your fuel efficiency, and, and I used the example of water. This final micro step in the moment also has two parts. Just like last week, to impact your fuel efficiency, you needed to have the thought, the strategic thought of how to get water with you and how to drink it, and then you had to have the access to the water. This week, you need to take time for clarity hour by hour to improve your performance, but first, you must be clear on what your purpose is. The macro step is to know your purpose. This has to come first. And then the micro step is to weave it into your day, just like Rick did in the story he shared. The final thought that Rick shared was that at every turning point in your decision-making, your why or your purpose should be evident. Would you like some help in clarifying your purpose? in defining it even more clearly so that you can, in the moment, use it to be a more resilient leader? If so, then head to my website at www.healthyleadership.online forward slash home. You'll see a course on the homepage called Relationships Accelerate Results that will help you get started. This course takes you to a self-assessment called DISC. And as a certified DISC consultant, I can help you with getting to know more about yourself and how you connect with others. This is a positive step in clarifying your purpose, and I look forward to connecting with you.